This episode of Bedroom Studios Podcast is brought to you by every fucking thing I'm about to tell you in this goddamn episode. Enjoy. All right, so I guess we'll start this episode out by talking about the sleepover episodes or the interviews or lack thereof here recently. Um, don't know what's going on with that. Uh, we've seemed to have hit a dry spell. Uh, when we first started out, I had a ton of people in mind that I know I wanted on here because they're in really big projects or have been in really big projects. And uh, I got most of the people I wanted. Uh, some of them uh, either don't have the time or don't have the tech or I just simply can't get a hold of for some reason. Um, and uh, after I got through all those people, it's kind of went downhill. Uh, there's There's been about six or seven people that have reached out to me to be on the show. And out of those six or seven, uh, four or five have completely no-showed on me. I don't know why. I never got an answer as to why. I know they read my messages about, hey, you know, we had an interview today and you missed it. Uh, you know, get a hold of me and we can reschedule if you'd like, but they just kind of are not responding. I don't know why that is. Is it my breath? Is it my hair? I smell bad. Is that what it is? Okay, I don't know. Maybe somebody else can figure that out. But anyway, so I kind of lost a little enthusiasm for doing it because, I mean, come on, man. If you're going to completely no-show on me, at least give me an excuse. You know, say, ah, I don't want to do this or, you know, ah, I changed my mind. That's fine, you know. But don't just no-show, you know, and especially don't read my message asking, you know, why you no-showed and then not respond to me. Come on, that's just, that's just dirty. And maybe that's what it is. I'm dirty. They don't want to be, they don't want to be near me. They're clean. They're doing dirty things to a dirty person, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, um, we were supposed to have Matt Crawford of Mother's Keeper on the show this week, but for some strange reason, we could not sync up. I don't know. Uh, it could have possibly been an issue with Anchor. It could have possibly been an issue with uh, his service or his phone, uh, but something was something prevented us from hooking up on Anchor, and uh, we're going to try to get Matt on here uh, as soon as we can because I was looking really forward to talking to him. Uh, I've talked to Gary, the guitar player of Mother's Keeper, and there's two other people in that band, I think, unless they're clones, that I'd also like to get on the show because I, I really dig Mother's Keeper. Uh, you should check those guys out too. I'm going to be uh, dropping names of bands throughout the show tonight, and... Uh, you definitely should check out. Of course, I'm going to plug every goddamn thing that I'm fucking doing or have done. So get ready, motherfuckers. Um, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, as far as the sleepover goes, I think after I get Matt Crawford on, uh, that'll be it. At least until October or Haunttober. But uh, I'll talk about Haunttober a little bit later in the show. But right now, I am going to uh, toss it back to the uh, the fucking intro loop thing because I don't know what else I'll say before I go on to the next segment. Alrighty then. Alright! What the hell were we talking about? Oh yeah. Okay, so basically tonight uh, I'm just going to talk about the different projects I'm involved in. In Jesus Christ, I'm in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight 
nine. If you count bedroom studios in the podcast, that's 10 things. Uh, if you count them separately there, that's 11. But, uh, so I'm just going to, uh, just going to play you guys a song, uh, from each band's release. Like each band has, you know, some bands have one release, some have two, uh, but I'm just going to talk a little about, about each band that I've been in or like technically am in right now. Uh, <clears throat> because all of them have stuff either out or coming out very soon or both. I'm a very busy man. This is why I don't answer the phone ever. But anyway, uh, so I just closed my script there. I need that. Yes. This episode is scripted because I could not remember all this shit. Okay. It's a lot of stuff to take in. It's a lot of stuff to listen to. You ready? Okay. On your mark, get set, go. All right. First band, we're going to talk about Celestial Plague. This is a black and death metal band that I started with Chris Basenberg and Brad Killingsworth. Now, Chris is in a band out in California right now called, um, I want to say Miasmic, I believe was the name of it. Uh, he seems like he's having a lot of fun out there doing this stuff. But man, Chris is a fucking guitar prodigy there's something wrong with that guy his fingers work weird you should see him when he does this little vulture thing it's fucking strange it creeped me out like scared me to death him grabbing markers you know and stuff but anyway uh him and brad killingsworth brad killingsworth as you know uh from mountain bastard from formulas uh he even played in Wormreich for a little bit who metal sucks blabbermouth loudwire and a couple other places say is the premier black metal band of alabama so that's fucking awesome. Good for him. Uh, he's a very highly sought after guitar player. He's mine, motherfuckers. Back off. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, but we did Celestial Plague with another guy named Matt Tidwell, who, man, you know, I thought I stood out when we played live because I would wear this plain navy blue sleeveless shirt and black shorts and a black toboggan. That's it. Chris would be over here decked out in mayhem and burzum shit with spikes and all kinds of stuff. There's... Uh, you know, Brad over there with his, uh, we all looked like we represented a different style of music. I looked like I was some kind of new metal punk. Brad, Chris looked like he was, you know, sadistic, satanic black metal, you know, like Gorgoroth or some shit. Uh, Brad, (laughs) Brad looked like the typical camo death metal guy. He had like flip flops on that Jack Halliday used to call the death flops. Uh, camo shorts, some kind of death metal band t-shirt on his, his hair, his, his nice sunglasses he used to wear. And Matt stood out the most of all because Matt, as Terry Quillen, the drummer for Mountain Bastard, would go on to say, dressed like fucking hollow notes. And now the cat's going to come over and start fucking with my headphones. But uh, yeah, Matt really stood out, but Matt was also a fucking amazing fucking musician. Duke could sing, he could play guitar, drum, he's do everything. So uh, I really miss Chris and Matt. Uh, I don't speak to either one of them much. Hell, I, I mean, they they moved off. Chris went to California. Matt went to Colorado. I guess they both wanted to just live in states that started with the letter C and, you know, let you smoke pot. But anyway, uh, Brad's still around. Me and Brad are doing some stuff. And we plan on re-recording the Celestial Plague demo as soon as we get a chance to sit down and do it. Uh, I'm going to play one of the songs off that demo. Uh, this song is called Disruption of the Balance. It was written by me, Chris, and Brad. And, uh... Yeah, so uh, here it is. This is Disruption of the Balance by Celestial Plague.
even though it was not the greatest of quality. What are you barking at, dog? Why? What are you barking at? That's your shadow. Dog's crazy. All right, if he keeps barking, I'm going to have to start this over, and you won't hear this part, but I'll save it for a blooper reel later. Um, Charlie! The cat is at my feet. But anyway, oh my God, there's werewolf action happening over here. Anyway, uh, the next band I'm going to talk about and let you hear a track from is a nice little doom death band called Mountain Bastard. Uh, also featuring, as I mentioned before, Brad Killingsworth, who's been in a ton of other shit as well. He's been in Formulas. He was in Celestial Plague with me. He's in Mountain Bastard with me right now. He even played with Wormreich. And there's tons of other places uh, or bands just trying to... Uh, you know, trying to enlist his services because he's a fucking amazing guitar player. He has very nice equipment. He knows how to fucking use it, and he keeps his shit pristine. And I'm also in that band, well, not only him, but Terry Quillen, who is my drum hero. I have known Terry since I was in kindergarten, and the first time I ever found out he was in the band, it was me and his son TJ and a couple of our other friends, including Chris from Celestial Plague, I believe. We went to see them. Live now, I'll talk a little bit about that band uh, here in a second. But uh, we went to see them, and we were just we were still in high school, and just dude, I was blown away by them. Uh, it was Tony George, uh, Wayne Brooks, and Terry Quillen. They were a three piece at the time, and they they are who you know most people are like. Oh, I fucking heard you know Slayer, and I wanted to fucking be a musician, or I wanted to, I fucking heard Dave Matthews Band, and I wanted to be a musician, or I heard fucking Oasis, or you know some other shit. You know, like that. I heard Brothers Rage at the time. They were called Water Dog, and they had a their fucking hat. They had a, they had a hat. They didn't have T-shirts. They had hats. And because uh, me and Tony are pretty big guys, so we got we need a hat. T-shirts don't make you know nice enough T-shirts. So they had a hat, and they were called Water Dog at the time. And their their hat read H two O K nine. That's fucking brilliant. Fucking sell that. Okay, marketing. Field day, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, those three guys made me want to fucking play guitar and sing and play drums and bass and everything else. They wanted me. To, they made me want to be a rock star, and I still look up to all three of those fucking guys today. Uh, Brothers Rage, unfortunately, kind of fell apart. Uh, I was in that band from 2010 till 2017, and. Uh, Actually, I think I joined him in 2009 as a guitar player. And then about a, in a year into it, I became the lead vocalist as well. And I had a fucking blast playing with those guys and I fucking miss it. But, um, 
for whatever reason, I don't know. Those are his reasons. Terry left and, um, I tried to find us another drummer, but it just wasn't happening. There wasn't anyone interested in playing or had no one had the time to do it or no one wanted to drive out to where we were practicing. And, uh, it kind I kind of, you know, I kind of fell out and it sucks. It really does. But, uh, maybe one day, maybe one day we'll uh, resurrect that since now I have the capabilities here. We might can track something one day. So maybe we'll see the only the future knows because it hasn't happened yet. But anyway, back to mountain bastard. So Terry and I formed mountain bastard closer to home with, uh, initially Brandon Mullins, uh, from Thothamon, um, and Christopher Scholes, who played in a band that him and another friend of ours named Jeremy started called, what the fuck was it called? Jesus, I listened to the CD all the goddamn time, and I my fucking brain, Alchemy Project. I don't know why I was trying to call it something else, like the Asshole Project or something. I don't know. Anyway, but uh, he joined us on bass, and his cousin, Nick, played guitar also for a little while. We recorded a few songs, or played a few songs. Uh, we did a couple of, we did a, uh, a motorhead compilation where we played trigger, which it not, but it never got finished for some reason. But, uh, anyway, uh, the band eventually became me, Chris Scholes, Terry Quillen and Brad. And we recorded one album so far called cult, which you can get on and download off Bandcamp, or you can just listen to this shit. You don't have to buy it if you don't want to. I mean, like two people bought it. So, you know, you don't have to, if you don't want to just listen to it, just listen to it and enjoy it because we put a lot, we put a lot of work into it. Uh, we recorded it at Wolf Skull Studios in Graysville. Uh, a guy named Bill Ambridge tracked it for us and mixed and mastered and did a phenomenal fucking job. Oh my God. It's so fucking heavy. You know, I'm not just bragging. That shit's really, it's about as heavy as elephant shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the elephant's foot Chernobyl. Did you watch that show? HBO. You don't got that showtime. Nope. Free. Pirate that shit off the internet. Who cares? It's on YouTube. You can basically just put a bunch of YouTube clips together and watch that shit, you know, whole episodes strung together in a playlist. But I digress. But anyway, here is a track, one of my favorite tracks. This is my pristine vocal moment as far as clean vocals, the the bridge at the end. Um, I think it's the, the most uh, awesome moment of my vocals because I just reached this pinnacle and it's real powerful to me. And I've been told by a couple of people that it's their favorite song, uh, especially as far as that bridge goes, but it might have to do with the fact that the whole song is about smoking pot. I don't know, but anyway, so this is smoke chariot by mountain bastard and look for us to be recording an MP real soon because Brad fucking wrote a couple bunch of songs and we're fucking, we're trying to work on it. I've got to get my head in the right spot where I can go back over there and practice with them again. I got this, thing with my obsessive compulsive disorder where I couldn't fucking stand loud noises. I couldn't stand string vibrations, drum resonance, anything, all forms of music were just making me sick. And I don't know why, but I'm think I'm, I'm back to where I can get up, get, get back over to Brad's house and start playing with those guys again. Cause I fucking miss it. And Luckily for me, they're fucking awesome, and they are just waiting, and they're waiting patiently. They're not rushing me. They told me to take my time. They're fucking awesome dudes. That's what brothers are. So anyway, this is from our first album called Cult. The song is Smoke Chariot. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right, now I'm going to talk a little bit about Bedroom Studios, what it is, how it came to be, what the fuck happened to everything just being an exorcist. That was so much simpler. It was easy to remember for a lot of people, apparently. But fuck me, right? Okay, anyway. So, basically, when I first started this out, Exorcist was going to be a band with no limitations, no genre, no restrictions. Anything I recorded myself, written, record, wrote, and writ. What am I, fucking Walt Whitman over here? Fucking wrote and recorded myself was just going to go under the, the title of Exorcist. And I recorded f five things before I decided maybe this should be, ah, dog, don't you mess with that computer cable. Before I decided maybe this should be different things. Charlie, leave the cat alone. The cat does not want you. The cat does not want no scrub. And a scrub is the kind of guy that can't get no love from her hanging out the passenger side of her best friend's ride. Trying to take a shit in the litter box. Okay? Anyway. Duh. Pardon moi. Pepsi Max did not sponsor this, by the way. But uh, I wish they would. Ah, cat dog! What is the deal? Anyway. It's a madhouse over here. It's animal house, but funnier. So anyway, uh, Bedroom Studios came about because I thought, okay, I need to start changing this shit. Because a lot of people, Exorcist... The black metal stuff I put out got the greatest response. People seemed to love it. And that made me feel good because you want to put out stuff people enjoy. Yeah, I know you're supposed to put out stuff that you enjoy, and I do enjoy it. So other people enjoying it is a plus for me. See what I'm saying there? So you put out stuff that you enjoy, that people will turn around and enjoy. So I thought maybe Exorcist should be its own entity and it should strictly stay with black metal. Because people were like, oh man, you got some more Exorcist? And I was like, yeah, dude, check this out. And they're like, man, what the fuck is this? Sounds like fucking Blink-182 took a shit on Green Day. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, but anyway, I digress. So yeah, Bedroom Studios basically came about as a way for me to put out multiple projects and not have to run 8,000 Facebook pages for each fucking band. Because right now, let me run down the list here. We have Exorcist. We have Vex. We have Never Again. We technically have Celestial Plague because I'll be recording that here. We might have Mountain Bastard because it might be doing the next, you know, their EP here. We got Once Upon the Dark, Unstoppable Evil, which Brad is also in. Can't get away from that guy. Uh, we've also got Fatty Keeps Fighting. And we got something that I'm not allowed to talk about. And uh, blow away real quick because that band has asked me not to say anything. It's a secret, but I'm going to talk about it in a little bit. I'm not going to give away any details, but I'm going to talk about it because I'm really excited that the guys, these guys contacted me and wanted to talk about recording something. So, uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're on the fucking label too now, I guess. Whatever label. Pfft. This is not Black Label. This is not Surprise Label. This is not Warning Label. Okay, this is Bedroom Studios Label, which don't mean a goddamn thing. Again, I've said before, I ain't putting this shit out because I ain't got no goddamn money. I'm broke as a joke, motherfucker. Okay, so anyway. But yeah, that's what Bedroom Studios is. Bedroom Studios is just a place for me to... Basically, just call what I'm doing in my bedroom with the recorder, which is completely consensual. Okay? Mind your business. And a way for me to, like I said, not have to keep up with 80 Twitters and 40,000 Facebook pages and 22 Instagrams. So, yeah. 
that's our roster, pretty much. But yeah, don't really know what else to say about that, except that we've got more stuff coming out real soon. Uh, and but we'll talk about that as we get to, get to each specific band, okay? Um, and we'll talk about bands that are not part of Bedroom Studios here in a little bit. Also, I'm going to end this episode now because, uh, well, I, or well, not this episode, obviously, but the cat is antagonizing the dog, trying to swat its face. The Chihuahua of dogs is a cat. Okay. No guts, no glory, whatever. All right. Anyway. Okay. I'm going to cut this part off here now. And uh, I guess I'll just play that a little sweet intro for you again. Cause everybody seems to like that shit recorded it in like 12 seconds. It's 10 seconds long. So fail. Uh, Apple coming at me with that iTunes update bullshit. Yeah, I don't fucking think so, pal. Okay. Apple, you suck. Okay. I've got an iPod. Yeah, I bought it. Okay. Off one of those baggage claim sites and I paid like a hundred fucking bucks for it at most. It's a 160 gig iPod. You guys didn't make that shit no more. Why? That was like the most fucking, well, it was the largest fucking, you know, MP3 player possibly fine, but you got to hook it up to this bullshit software which sucks ass. So yeah, I haven't updated this shit in a while and I'm not gonna cause fuck you. You keep messing with something that's not broken. Quit trying to fix the shit. Rant over. Fuck you, Apple. Anyway, oranges. Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? Shit. I was supposed to say orange. You glad I didn't say banana. Anyway. All right. Next band up on the list is, as everyone knows, this is exorcist. Okay. This used to be what everything was fucking called. And then I changed it. Because people were like, oh man, fucking half this shit sucks, but the black metal shit's pretty cool. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll just call the black metal Exorcist and the other shit something else. Anyway, uh, I started Exorcist in July of 2018 as a way to record stuff that I wanted to do alone. This I wanted to do some black metal, some straight up sorrowful, hateful black metal and exorcist was born. Uh, I did a five track EP called so far from reason. Uh, if you didn't know from listening to it, cause you can't really understand a goddamn thing I'm saying. I didn't enunciate very well. I was still new at the recording game back then. I had a boss recorder that I bought back in like 2000, goddamn seven or eight or some shit. And it stayed in my closet for years because I didn't know how to work the fucking thing. Cause I was too fucking, eager and uh fucking you know young man to fucking you know stop and ask for directions and figure out how to work the goddamn thing i could have been putting music out this whole fucking time i might be a star right now i am a star by which i mean a large gassy object you can see from millions of miles away but i digress anyway so i put out this ep called so far from reason and i called it exorcist and the ep if you didn't read the Bandcamp descriptions most people do not but I think the like three people that bought it and I appreciate the 40 other people that stole it. Um, it is a concept album about dealing with a terminal illness, whether it be cancer, AIDS, whatever. Uh, it, I didn't write it. 
so so much personally to me. Uh, no one I know had just you know died from a terminal illness. Although I have had friends and family uh, in the past succumb to you know such horrible things, but there wasn't that much emotion, like personal emotion, you know, mixed into it. I just wanted to put something out, and I thought it would be cool for it to be a concept because I love love concept albums i love concept shit i like albums to have a continuous train of thought you know not just go oh fucking these hoes that's track one track two is driving my car it's a completely different thing you know number three shoot my gun who knows but uh yeah so i put this thing out august 1st 2018 the first thing i ever wrote and recorded myself i did everything on it i did vocals i did keyboards guitars bass drums synth everything but uh, i'm gonna play a track from it right now and the track from it i'm gonna play is called hopeless uh so i hope you guys enjoy this stuff maybe somebody will you know, go there and buy the shit you know maybe the one or two people that follow this shit but uh here's hopeless by exorcist
Is he gone? Is the evil over? Yes, the dog has been put outside, but the cat is still annoying the fucking piss out of me. Comes over here, acting like she wants me to pet her. I go to pet her, and she fucking hisses and bites me. I don't understand why this is. She's doing that oh, shit right now. I don't know if you can hear that. Now she's coming over here like, oh, I'm a lovely little kitty. I look you to pet me. Mean ass cat. All right. So the next thing up on the, uh, up for, uh, ah, she just bit the shit out of me. See, uh, I don't like cats, man. Cats suck. <sighs> Pepsi Max. Not endorsed by Pepsi Max. Anyway. All right. So the next project we got up on the list is Vex. People are like, is that 25? No, it's Vex. Why is there no E in it? Because the E is silent, so it doesn't need to be there. I'm not wasting time spelling out the letter E when I don't fucking need it. Okay? Have you ever seen a car tag? People don't exactly write that shit, you know, verbatim how it's supposed to be spelled, you know? Did I master? It doesn't even have a fucking A or an E in it. Okay? It's just Diddy Mr. Whatever. So, uh, VX, or Vex, as it's actually pronounced is a synthwave project I was doing because I got real heavy into synthwave for some shit after I put that first exercise. I was like, man, I'll do some like synthwave shit, man, like some 80s style synthwave. And I think it's mostly because, uh, you know, I'd watched Stranger Things the year before and was excited about the second one. And I was like, oh, it does a fucking shit like that intro, man. That shit's badass. I'm going to cover that song. But anyway, uh, what came out was uh, some synthwave type uh, Super Nintendo sounding shit. So uh, did an EP of that. Before moving on to the next thing, uh, the EP that that one, cat, don't bite me, don't bite me. The EP Vex put out was called Press Start. Uh, it's a five-track EP, just like the Exorcist EP before it. And uh, it's all like video game inspired shit, but uh, I'm going to play one of the tracks from it. Uh, and then we're going to talk about Vex again later. Uh, just like we're going to talk about exorcists and every goddamn thing else, because uh, we got multiple shit coming out. You know what I'm saying? All right. So I got more stuff to play for you. And the cat is swatting headphone cables now. Was the dogs outside not bugging me, so you feel like you've got to take the reins? Is that it? Here, play this toy. There you go. Good kitty. Mean kitty. Little ball of hate. So anyway, this is from Vex, and this song is called... Damn, I can't remember which one I fucking picked. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I do now. I picked a song called Bonus Level. All right. Here's Bonus Level by Vex. Hope you enjoy.
Okily Dokily Artichokily. So let's talk about Never Again. Never Again is a punk, pop punk band that I started. Uh, initially, I was going to do it by myself, but then I remembered that a good friend of mine named Josh Craig, who I call Craig, K-R-E-D-G, Craig, like an alien or some shit, was actually the vocalist for a band called Tremble Hill back in the day, and they did a lot of touring. They went out to California. I think they recorded an EP or an album or something, maybe. But uh, he was really good, and I thought, man, his voice would sound... I've got this gruff, some people say this metal voice, you know, it doesn't work real good with the pop punk. So I thought I'd call Josh Craig up and ask him if he'd be interested in recording vocals with me on that. And he was like, um, yeah, I'll totally do it. Totes, yo. Uh, I think he might've hashtagged. I'm not sure. I don't know what that is. Tic-tac-toe. So anyway, we put out an EP that was five songs, but we had a little, we did a couple of little funny, you know, vocal talking things in it that were pretty funny. Uh, mostly him yelling at me for various reasons. But anyway, so we recorded this and, uh, we did, like I said, five songs on it. Each song was kind of, I tried to capture with each song, a different feel of a different pop punk band. Like I tried to do one song that sounded more like blink 182 would do. I tried to do one that sounded something like green day would do. I tried to do something like social disorder, uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, but the song that I'm going to play is, <laughs> Craig called this one, Kafefe Nation. Uh, it's a straight up anti-establishment, anti-authority, fuck you, Trump song. So uh, if you listen to this and you like Trump, then uh, fucking tune off right now because I don't need you fucking hollering snowflake and fucking libtard and any other stupid shit you can come up with. Go hide somewhere and don't listen to this. Because you're not going to like it. Okay? I got conservative friends. I got liberal friends. But you know what? This song is a very anti-conservative, anti-fucking-authority, anti-establishment song. All right? You should be down with that. thought you guys wanted to fucking take up arms against fucking tyranny. Okay? This is tyranny we're talking about. Tyranny. Anyway, this song is called Cafefe Nation by Never Again. Enjoy. You know, this is really fucking short. Usually, I'm talking like for four or five minutes before I play the song. Now, I'm just fucking playing a song. It's two and a half minutes at this point. 231, 232. Anyway, Confederate Nation, never again. Enjoy. <laughs>
Alrighty then. So the next thing up on the list, we're going to talk about some of the Halloween covers that I did uh, last year. I put them all in a video for everyone to hear up on YouTube, and fucking YouTube hit me with a fucking uh, content or copyright or some fucking horse shit. Even though I don't have ads in, in, enabled on my fucking channel, so you could just watch the shit without having to be bothered by fucking commercials on the internet. But uh, yeah, they fucking... It took them about a fucking year, but they finally stopped the video, like, and hit me with two copyright strikes or some shit. Probably fucking Rihanna, fucking bitch. And uh, I don't know who the other person will be, because there was a couple other songs we've done there, but uh, surely it wasn't the Misfits. Well, I got something to say. Dun, dun, dun. Danzig is out of money, so he's gonna sue my ass. Okay? I guess that's what happened. I don't know. Danzig is broke. You shouldn't be anymore at those fucking Misfits reunion shows. Anyway, I don't know. Somewhere, somehow, their algorithm figured out that I was playing that shit, even though I didn't have it mentioned anywhere in the video what songs were on there. So somebody must have actually sat around and listened to that shit and been like, hey, man, I think they owe MGM some coin, you know? Fucking playing this shit for free. Meanwhile, there's 40 billion goddamn people out there covering fucking shit on guitar and fucking vocals and drums and bass and keyboard and all that other shit, and they're not getting fucking sued. I'm not getting sued either, but, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Fucking, you type in any popular song and type in the word cover, it's going to pull up infinite pages of infinite people infinitely playing that song, and their videos aren't taken down. So, Whatever. I like to think maybe it's because I did it better than the originals and that pissed them off. They're like, fucking motherfucker, doing our shit better. Whatever. All right. Well, fuck it then. Okay. So I'm going to play a couple of songs off of that. First one I'm going to play is a cover. And uh, it's by, uh, uh, originally by a band called Sky Cycle. And it was originally recorded I believe four and was on the Scooby-Doo and the on zombie Island of VHS, which was the first time in the history of Scooby-Doo that the monsters they encountered were actually real. So, and there was a punk band called sky cycle that put out two songs on there. One called, um, one of them called terror time. And I did this with Joshua Craig, who I got to do vocals for the never again record. And also part of another project that I'm going to talk about here in a little bit. But anyway, so this is uh, this is one of the, the songs from the Halloween thing. And uh, the other Halloween song I'm going to play is a uh, toilet cover of the Monster Mash, performed by none other than the Master and Hunch, who, if you don't know, were two characters I created to host the Night of the Living Metal events that I had in October uh, in Birmingham for, I think I did four years. Maybe we did five. I can't remember. I think it was four. I think we did four of them. Um, but it was a, it was a way to celebrate lots of different kinds of rock and metal bands, all the same big gig, gave out candy. Uh, usually we had costume contests where people actually won some goddamn money. And one year, one girl walked out with like 150 bucks because a lot of people showed up just to fucking get that money for their costumes and uh, they all fucking uh, were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this money, and then I'm going to fucking bail. I don't think so. You're going to stay to the fucking end. So that's why I like to fucking advertise shit, because then people, hey, when's your band playing? Tonight. 
So just fucking come and watch every fucking body. Don't just come watch my band. Don't just come watch some other band. So I didn't tell anybody when the costume contest will be. I told everybody at first. I was like, oh, it'll probably be the start of the show. And then I was like, now nah, we're going to hold out and we're going to do that last. So the person who won the money uh, was uh, actually the only person left in costume there. So, uh, yeah, she won by default, even though her costume was still awesome. But anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, first we're going to play Terror Time by Never Again. And the, uh, well, uh, Terror Time by Sky Cycle covered by Never Again. And then we're going to play the Monster Mash covered by the Master and Hunch. Enjoy. There's a dead guy following us. Red Rod. <laughs> It's our turn. Hit that shit. A one and a two and a three. Wait, 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 wait. What, 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 what? What the hell? What? Make that shit metal as fuck. Much better. <laughs> I'm not 
Biggest goddamn bullfrog fucking in my dad's pool next door. Right now, he's a ho, ho, ho. I'm inside the house wearing headphones, listening to music while I do this, and I can hear this fat son of a bitch out there honking and humping, getting it on with all the frog honeys. And that fucking swimming pool, if you hit it with a black light, would probably blind the entire universe. That's frog stuff, okay? I, I, I'm talking frog legs. Whatever. All right. So, uh, I'm take a break from the music for just a minute. Let's talk about the upcoming Haunt-tober. Yeah, I'm trying to take this seriously. Uh, what we're basically going to do is uh, we're going to shoot for once a week, at the very least. Probably on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, maybe Sundays. Who knows? It just depends on how, how things evolve. Uh, they're going to be pretty long episodes. The sleepover episodes that we were doing every week or, you know, twice a week averaged somewhere between 20 and 45 minutes, uh, depending on people's answers to the questions I interviewed them about. Um, these episodes are going to be substantially longer, much like this episode currently is going to be because of all this goddamn music I'm sticking in it. But, uh, basically what we're going to do is I'm going to pick at least four. And like I said, if we can, if we do it more than once a week, which I don't know if we'll do that because this is going to be a lot of work. This is a lot of work. I'm enjoying this, but it's fucking work. I'm doing stuff, okay? I could be doing something more productive, like taking out the garbage like my wife asked me to do, or not getting ripped apart by the cat by hiding in the bedroom or the bathroom from it. But I digress. I'm in the fucking living room doing this shit. You may occasionally hear the air conditioner kick on. It's kicked on right now. It's in the background. Going, but it covers up the sound of that frog humping. And if you could hear that on this recording, I'm going to laugh my ass off. Much like the frog ass that he's getting. Okay, I'm not talking about that again. All right. Anyway, so what these episodes are going to be comprised of in October, taking it seriously, I'm going to get four people, if we have four episodes, who are particularly, 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 particularly spooky, terrifying, and or scary in some way, form, shape, or manner. And I'm not just talking physical appearance. I'm talking people that either personal, personal life or their music screams horror, screams scary, campy stuff. Um, I have one guy in mind that I've reached out to and haven't heard back from yet, who I would love to have on here for it because I think he embodies the entire you know, point of these episodes and another guy that I reached out to and he has confirmed that yes, he will do it. I won't spoil anything yet, but, uh, he is a, probably one of the biggest horror film fanatics I know. And, uh, I think he's going to do great. So I need at least two more people. Uh, but I need people. I know there's going to be a lot of people that might volunteer for something like this, but I need people like these two individuals that I've already talked to. I need very particularly individualistic Guys, I don't just need the guy that's like, oh yeah, man, I like fucking, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street 1, 2, and 3, but I don't like the other ones. I need someone that bleeds horror, that bleeds Halloween, that bleeds spooky. 
Maybe even spoopy. Okay. But uh, basically what we're going to do in these episodes, I'm going to interview these guys. I'm going to talk about their bands and I'm going to talk about uh, their fascination with the macabre, the horror, the goth, the evil, uh, the spectral, the paranormal, the abnormal, the abby normal for those of you who like Mel Brooks. I almost said Mel Blank. Yeah. What's abnormal, Doc? I tell you what's abnormal, Bugs. Everything. But I digress again. That's like the sixth time I've said that today. But yeah, then we're going to we're going to talk to them about any paranormal experiences they may have may have witnessed themselves or have occurred to someone they know. Anything real that they know. Uh, and it's going to be all kinds of shit. We're going to talk UFOs. We're going to talk Bigfoot. We're going to talk um, ghosts. We're going to talk everything. So those episodes are going to be a lot of fucking fun. Uh, we're going to play some of their music from their bands if they'll allow it. Uh, and it's just generally going to be really fun. It's going to be really campy shit. Master and Hunch are going to do some fucking skits. That's really going to be a lot of fun because those two fucking bumbling idiots. You just fucking listen to them do a toilet rendition of Monster Mash involving the master shitting his pants with diarrhea on Halloween and not having any toilet paper. He did the mash in his pants. You know what I'm saying? You heard it. All right. Anyway, on with the show. Darkness. Darkness all abound everywhere. Not really. Uh, just got the Halloween lights on and out already because, motherfucker, I can't wait till Halloween. That's got nothing to do with what I'm talking about right now, though. Up next is the epic fantasy power metal shit that I did called, which, you know, again, this was another thing that was once called Exorcist, but this is now called Once Upon the Dark, and I put this was my very first full-length record I did completely alone by myself, again, uh, up to this point, I'd only had help with vocals on the Never Again EP and on half of the shit on the Halloween EP. Uh, this I did a completely, again, by myself, and I wanted to go for a real, uh, you know, like traditional heavy metal, power metal, you know, some of the fucking galloping shit, which you can hear in songs like Riders of Light, uh, some of the more powerful shit that you can hear in Castle Gates, uh, you know, songs on there. So if you haven't checked that record out, check it out because no one has fucking bought it. It has no buys. No one picked that record up. I don't know. Maybe it sucks. I poured my heart and soul into that thing. And now I'm soulless and I'm heartless. And the dog is licking my knee for some strange reason. What are you doing? It's weird. And daddy does not like that. Thank you. Stop. I had to let him back inside because he was here in the frog hump and he wanted to go eat that frog's ass and not in a good way. Not in a good way for anybody. Not for him, not for the frog, and not for everybody else that would have to witness that shit. It's gross, okay? Frog guts shooting out. But anyway, I put this out. Uh, I got some uh, uh, on the very last song that was added after the album was released called My Light, which is the song I'm going to play for you. I got a one of the best compliments I ever got. 
on that song. I was told my vocals, I sounded like Bruce Dickinson. Hell yeah. I love Iron Maiden, baby. All right. That works for me. So anyway, this is Once Upon the Dark. Again, it was my my shot. And quit licking my knee. It's like the fucking guy from that movie Ravenous. You know, he woke up, oh, fucking, uh, you know, oh, Doofy or whatever his name is from Scary Movie. He's like, he was licking me. That's what's happening. And now he's licking the couch. He's a licker. This is weird. Ladies, Charlie, the dog, okay? If you spill something on the floor, he'll come lick it up. That's what I'm saying. Get your minds out of the gutters, okay? Anyway, so this is My Light by Once Upon the Dark. I wrote this for my wife, Sarah. She's probably not going to listen to this because she hears my voice enough every day, so she probably won't listen to the podcast. But anyway, this is for you, hon. All right, here's My Light by Once Upon the Dark.
Okay, we're a little bit over halfway through this shit. Damn. Cannot realize how long this shit was going to be. This is going to be fucking two hours long. Who can listen to this shit? I'll probably listen to it because I need somebody to listen to it. I'll listen to it. Whatever. I don't give a rat's ass, okay? I don't give a frog's ass either, but someone out there is giving some frog ass and someone's getting some frog ass. I said I wasn't going to bring that up again, but I did. I, I, I apologize. Anyway. All right, next up on the list we're going to talk about is a project that I'm doing, another project that Brad Killingsworth is involved in. Of course, why not? We're attached to the motherfucking dick, I suppose. Uh, we're doing this thing with Ryan Day, a fucking really awesome guy. I met him a few years ago at a Cannibal Corp show. Bought him a drink because I found out he was leaving and going to the Air Force. And I was drunker than shit, drinking out of a goblet. Drinking fake blood, theatrical blood, not fit for human consumption, out of a goblet. Got shit all over me. Looked like I earned my red wings. You know what I'm saying? This project is called Unstoppable Evil. It's a heavy thrash speed metal album that Ryan wrote and all by himself. He's recorded all of his guitar parts and I recorded all my drum parts. Brad's got to come in and, uh, you know, I don't know if it's going to, if the, if the record that we're doing now, I don't know if Brad's going to come in and track because we, we have Brad playing guitar. We have another guy playing bass. We have two vocalists in mind, one who has the, vo- the the music right now. He's working on lyrics. So don't know if, if for this, if we're just going to keep, you know, the studio music to just me and Ryan, if we're going to bring Brad and the other guy in, I don't know. It's going to be complex, but seeing how this is just something, you know, that we kind of whipped together as you know, quick as we could probably keep it that way. I don't know yet. We might go back and retract this shit later. Uh, maybe somewhere else. Who knows? We all broke though. So we do it here. Because I'm cheap. But anyway, this project is called Unstoppable Evil. And at least the intro song that I'm, I, I believe. Because I told Ryan, I really like albums that don't just start off with the first track. The, I, the first track should be an intro to set the tone for the experience you're about to have. So Ryan, just in four seconds, wrote and recorded a goddamn intro track for us. He's that good. Okay. I love you, my brother. All right. So this is going to be the first track off of Unstoppable Evil, and I don't think that he's going to mind me playing it because he's played it for a million other goddamn people, and I don't think the, the fucking both of the people that are going to listen to this, which are probably me and my wife, uh, you know, I might force the dog to listen to it, but, uh, you know, they're not going to, you know, whatever. But I don't think this song needs vocals, but it's as, as far as music goes, it's done. It's got... It's got guitars, rhythm lead, it's got bass, it's got drums, it's done, it's complete. And like I said, I don't think there's going to be vocals over it, so I think it's okay for me to play this. I think it's okay to say, this track is complete. It's finished, it's ready for airwaves. Uh, I don't know what it's called, though. He came up, he did the Metallica thing when, when naming these songs, because you know he didn't have lyrics for them, so I think this one was called uh, Butt Charger or uh, Skank Speed or some shit. I don't know, he came up with some really crazy names, I was like... We're not going to remember this stuff, man. But whatever. Uh, Unstoppable Evil also. I didn't really come up with, you know, say how I came up with these names. But as for Exorcist, VX, you know, those names just kind of popped in my head. Uh, Never Again. uh, Just, I don't know. I like that. I like that sound. I like stuff like Rise Against and, you know, those types of names. And I thought Never Again was a pretty good one. Ryan came up with Unstoppable Evil because... One of his favorite wrestlers is Kane, and he referred to Kane once as Unstoppable Evil, and he thought, dude, that's a great fucking band name. And next thing you know, the Unstoppable Evil band 
has become a wrestling speed thrash metal band. So all these songs are going to be about wrestling. Uh, the two vocalists we have in mind, uh, one's going to play a face wrestler. The other will be the heel, which it's a good guy and a bad guy. If you don't follow wrestling jargon. And if you don't follow wrestling jargon, as Jim Cornette would say, thank you. Fuck you. Bye. But you probably don't know who the fucking Jim Cornette is if you don't listen to wrestling jargon. So that made no fucking point even telling you about that. But anyway, it's going to be a really fucking fun project. Uh, whenever we do get to play a show, we will be fucking dressed like wrestlers. It's going to be fucking funny. We may even bring our little makeshift ring in there and have the fucking vocals duke it out while we're fucking playing. So uh, this shit will get your head banging. This track in particular, though, is one of those slow, methodic, you know, yeah, the fucking shit's about to come. It's almost like an interest theme, you know, forebodingly. So this is the first track off of the Unstoppable Evil album that is coming out hopefully this year. We'll see. But anyway, I don't know the name of it. Let's call it, I don't know, Paint Thinner Blues or some shit. But anyway, this is the fucking song. Here, enjoy. My throat is starting to hurt. How do people do this shit every fucking day? Maybe it's because I'm wearing headphones and I'm yelling a lot louder so I can hear myself. But how do people talk this fucking much, man? Damn, shut up. All right. Anyway. Okay, back to Exorcist. We've come full circle again. Exorcist just put out a full-length record called Where Even the Forest Dares Not Tread. The title of that album, as I have said a million goddamn times, so I'm going to make this a million to one, is a reference to the part of the human brain where things don't make sense. Uh, a place that logic dares to tread. You know, the logic was the forest. Um, I wrote this record dealing with a very intense, serious, uh, borderline psychotic episode of obsessive compulsive disorder that I've had since I was probably five or six years old uh, was when I first noticed that I had to have things a certain way or do things a certain way. I went into I went into a long, drawn-out thing on an episode a while back that no one listened to, so I won't bore anyone with that again. But needless to say, uh, someone called this record catharsis for me, and it truly was because I think writing and recording this record and getting my emotions out there on these songs, because every track on here is about something personal, some kind of personal trauma, some kind of mental condition I face or some, some kind of incident that has severely impacted my mental state. Uh, 
getting this out and then the extremely warm reception it's got in the the places I've shared it to the people that have bought it, the compliments I've gotten. Uh, one guy gave me a very extremely detailed uh, review of it, which um, I may go back and post because I really, really that like fucking, you know, and then that was awesome. And then there was another guy that told me that on first impressions, it was, it, it, it hit his album of the year as far as black metal or one of them. And that was fucking incredible, you know, to hear that about something you've created, somebody telling you it's, it's, you know, one of the top ones they've heard that year. Fucking killer. So, uh, and a lot of people really like the title of the album. Yeah. Where even the forest dares not tread. Sounds foreboding. Where is it? The desert? Is that where they don't tread? The ocean, perhaps? Are there trees underwater? Who knows? But anyway, released this uh, on August 1st of 2019, exactly one year to the day that Exorcist released its first EP. Very strange. Coincidental? Cue the X-Files music. We don't have that. We don't have that file. We don't have that. We don't know. We're going to play that. We get sued by Fox. Or Disney. Now, I guess Disney owns Fox. I guess they own the X-Files. So, like, the Disney XD files. You know. Let's not bring back any of those live-action shows, please. God, you either, Nickelodeon. You think you're you think you're out of the woods? You think I can't see you? You're not John Cena. Whatever. Anyway, this is a song off the Exorcist album, Once Upon the... Uh, no, fucking Once Upon the Dark. Ah, we don't talk about that, Chief. Okay, uh, we're moving on. Exorcist, where even the forest dares not tread... I believe the song I selected off this one was the intro track, which is called I Can Not Overcome This. It's not as in parentheses, kind of like the, you know, song's got I want to rock your body, and then in parentheses, to the break of dawn. You know, you can say it either way. I can't overcome this. I cannot overcome this. This song is about the duality of mental issues. One moment you feel like you're, you can, you can break through to the other side, like that Morrison guy slamming the doors said, or sometimes you feel like it's hopeless. Like the exorcist song I played earlier. Ha I see what I did there. I didn't mean to do that fresh anyway. So this is, I can not overcome this by exorcist. <laughs>
And we're back again. Now, we're talking about Vex again. VX, not 25. This isn't a Mushroom Head album, okay? 13, 20. I called it I-I-I-X, you know, and XX. But I was wrong, apparently. I guess it's called 1320. I don't know. Super Buick. Eh, M3. I can't remember the other one. So, enough about that. Love Mushroom Head, man. Love Mushroom Head. Love Slipknot, too. Fuck you. All right, whatever. And Mudvayne. And Gore. All the mass bands, except that one. Kiss. Fuck Kiss. Whatever. I don't care. I'm gonna catch some flack over that. I don't give a shit. Okay. Whatever. Greedy ass motherfuckers. Fucking trademarked the dollar sign. What the fuck? Anyway. So, uh, Vex was not supposed to put anything out this year. Vex was supposed to be on hold, you know, until next year. But. Joshua Craig, who is the vocalist for Never Again, uh, told him recently that I was going to start working on a concept album for Never uh, Never Again's next release. It would be an LP with a very good story. I think it brought a tear to his eye. It brought one to mine, just simply because my brain was on fried from trying to figure this shit out. But anyway, he had been writing stuff himself, and he wanted to do it under a different name because he felt like it was a different style, and he wanted me to play guitar for him. Uh, we're going to talk about that band here shortly, but uh, basically I decided that since he's writing material and it's going to be his thing, uh, you know, his uh, outlet, that maybe I should put Never Again on hold for right now. And instead, while waiting on him to finish doing his stuff, I bring Vex back in and go ahead and get Vex back in. So technically, you know, we'll still do the cycle of Exorcist, uh, Vex, never again maybe once upon the dark again i don't know if i'll revisit that i have a guy in mind that i would like to do vocals for that project actually since i'm picking vocals but anyway uh speaking of which vex actually uh i won't be doing vocals on this record and if i do do vocals i'll be doing background vocals just like with never again um right now i've got five people uh vying for that position i'm waiting to hear back from them i got five people trying out for the role of uh the lead vocalist for Vex. Yeah, this will be a studio-only project. Uh, I'm bringing back an old friend who loves this style of music to help me write and record it. Uh, you may know his name, Chris Scholes from Mountain Bastard, if you don't know his name. Uh, that's a shame on you because he's a really cool guy and everyone should get to know this dude because he's fucking awesome. Uh, Chris loves this style of fucking drop-D chugging da -da 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 synth wave industrial, you know, 16-bit shit. So he, I reached out to him and asked him to help me write and record it because uh, I know he's got some, he would come up with some killer shit and it'd be fun to do something with him again. So he has said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah I'll do it. Uh, you know, so uh, we're going to get to work on that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but I did record one track uh, as a way for the potential vocalists to hear exactly what this band is going to sound like. And, uh, I did do uh, my backing vocals on it already. I'm only doing backing vocals on the chorus so far. I may extend the song later on once I've got a vocalist, uh, you know, permanently settled in. Uh, but for now, just this is a demo of uh, a song off of the next Vex album, which hopefully is going to come out before Halloween. The album and the song are both called Superior Technological Presence. Check it out.
Now, really quickly, I like to address any bands that have been listening to this, any musicians that uh, are looking for a place to record, potentially, uh, or want to be a guest on the sleepover. Uh, this message is for you. So basically, uh, I'm still going to do the sleepover. I think after whenever I can get uh, Matt Crawford on here, because uh, you know we've already uh, you know had that set up. Uh, we're going to cut it out. Going to stop it. You know, like fucking Joey from Full House, cut it out. We're going to cut that out. You can do away with that until October when we do the Hauntober. Take it seriously. Shit. Okay. Uh, so if you're if you're looking to promote your band on a, uh, a not very successful podcast show uh, or your solo act on a very not successful podcast show, hit me up. Uh, as long as you've got something I can hear and you're not just some fucking dude that's been whacking on a fucking acoustic guitar with only five strings in your backyard playing for your uh, mama then, uh, you know, we can fucking put something, you know, put something together. Also bands and solo artists that are looking to record. Um, my setup is crude, but uh, you've heard tonight, uh, except for the first two things, which were celestial plague, uh, which was recorded by Chris, the guitar player. He's the one that uh, set that all up and he did it with his laptop and a bunch of other shit. And the mountain bastard song, uh, which was recorded at Grayskull, uh, uh, Grayskull, oh, power of Grayskull, I don't like it, anyway, Wolf Skulls Studio, um, except for those two, everything else you've heard tonight was recorded at Bedroom Studios, uh, so if the quality is something you're okay with, and you're okay with my setup and how I have to do things uh, due to the limitations I have, uh, I'm planning on offering extremely cheap rates, because, you know, um, what else have I got to do? You know, I'm trying to build a brand here. And in order to do that first, you have to, uh, you know, you have to start out and, you know, prove what you can do. So if you're interested in either being on the sleepover to promote your shit, or if you want to come here and record your shit for pennies on the dollar, then hit us up on Facebook. Send us a message. Send me a voice message on here. I don't give a shit. No one's done that before. I don't think anyone ever does that. It's weird. Why would you? Just send me a Facebook message. Now the cat's going after my feet again. This is not cool. Yeah, so anyway. Don't know what else to say about that. That was fucked. What the hell was that? Anyway. Uh, yeah, I thought maybe everybody didn't want to hear the fucking studio theme again. I might play it later. I don't know. Depends on who likes to hear it. Who wants to hear it? You want to hear it? Anybody? Either of you guys? You two guys listening to this, including me? Who's the other guy? It's me also. Or the dog. Whichever. Anyway. All right. Let's talk about another band. Uh, recent acquisition, as you would put it. Scrooge McDuck would say that. Uh, he would acquire the air that his friends breathe. Fatty keeps fighting this is the solo project and i hope he's not going to get fucking too mad at me and probably kick my ass for bringing this shit up but uh fatty keeps fighting is going to be the the uh the brainchild of one joshua craig craig k-r-e-g-g like an alien uh vocalist of never again formerly of tremble hill i don't think he likes me talking about that band i don't know but i want people to know he's established uh, he is doing something himself. He's coming up, he's writing, he's coming up with all the music and shit. We've already been together once and we came up with a pretty kick-ass fucking song based on just melodies and riffs that he came up with. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a super group. 
Uh, it's featuring him on vocals, me on guitar, uh, Ryan Goodlink from the Walkman Recall Project uh, on bass, and Josh's brother Justin on drums. And Justin is in a a, a funk groove punk band. Uh, I don't think he ever told me the name of it. Uh, they were talking about coming here and recording with Bedroom Studios, but uh, yeah, so that's our lineup. And uh, we're going to do, I don't know if we're doing an EP or if we're doing a full length. He hasn't really, I don't remember. I think he has said he has six songs. But anyway, that's uh, that's on, on station. That's on deck. We're going to be doing that. We're just waiting for Josh to finish writing the rest of the music. And uh, I was very, I'm very excited about it. Uh, for once, someone else is going to write the shit. Okay. It's about time. I'm doing all the work here. Fuck it. I'm tired and old and fat and bald and my pets try to eat my skin and there's frogs fucking outside. I can't keep doing this. So anyway, yeah, this is going to be a real fun project. I hope everyone's looking forward to it as much as I am, even though you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but yeah, now we're going to talk about something else. Oh my God. This is such a long episode. I've been recording this shit for hours. But it's probably not going to be that long. Whatever. All right. Now, I'm kind of close the show out a little bit. Uh, the last thing I'm going to talk about before I fucking wrap things up here is a uh, a secret project. I'm being held at fucking gunpoint here. We are uh, not going to talk about the specifics of it, but let's just say I'm very, very excited about this because an outside band that is not something that I'm doing did come forward to me uh, about a month ago. Uh, I'm not allowed to give out a lot of details about it because I kind of want to keep it hush hush until I can get this shit. You know, they, they, they're coming to record an LP at bedroom studios. I can't see who's in it. I can't say what the project's called. All I can say is it's going to fucking shock people because, uh, it's a band that years ago, years and years ago was around and was fairly popular in Birmingham, uh, fairly popular in other places. Um, again, I can't be too specific because I've got to step walk on eggshells here, uh, because they want this to be a very big surprise. And I was, I was very surprised when they contacted me and asked me, you know, they could have went anywhere else. They could have went to Wolf Skull. They could have went to, um, to, uh, the fucking place over in, uh, Atlanta, uh, uh fucking lead belly where kamikaze zombie and Ember are recorded their albums, the same studio Mastodon recorded in, but they wanted to come work with me because they heard everything that you've heard so far, except for celestial plague and mountain bastard, which I didn't record. And they, thought that I was capable enough to record an album for them. And I'm fucking stoked that they would pre that they would approach me and ask me to do it for them. And the next day I had to call them back and say, were you on drugs last night? Were you drinking? Are you in a good mental state? Is everything okay? Uh, just want to make sure that wasn't, you know, that was you and not, you know, one of your other personalities, you know, come up and fucking ask me that. And yes, they assured me. Yes. We want to do this with you. We like what you can do. We like the production style you have. Some of it's a little grittier. Some of it's more clean. It's gotten cleaner because I've learned more. I've read the directional book for that goddamn recorder and shit, and I've learned levels and mixing and mastering and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, fucking ultra excited about this project. And I wish that I could tell you something about it, but I can't. I've been sworn to secrecy because... They're going to record this album. They're going to drop it and do, do some touring. They're going to do some shows 
and it's going to be one big fucking and I think a lot of people are going to have their fucking heads blown away. If I hadn't said away, it'd been kind of strange. It might have been a little pornographic. I might have had to fucking put a TVMA thing on this, but it's not TVMA. It's Radio MA. Would it be RD? We're going to shorten that down shorthand like fucking tags, Jedi Master. Huh? Is that what's happening? I see you, John Cena. Anyway, but yeah, ultra, ultra excited about recording this shit and can't wait to start fucking getting to work. Uh, they're working on the music right now. They've got some stuff. Uh, and uh, they might they might even have me participate on the record. I might be doing some drums or something for them. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. It just depends on what they got going on and what they do. But uh, in the meantime, yeah, can't say anything. Sucks. But uh, you're really going to fucking enjoy that when that comes out. But uh, yeah, so. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that.